Welcome jurors to Dueling Advocates, where everybody gets an advocate. In today's case, we will evaluate if American citizens truly have the freedom to own property. Yeah, I mean, we absolutely have the freedom to own property. I own property, you own property. I mean, it seems to me like it's we're completely free to own property in this country. No. We rent property from the government, but we don't own property. No, we actually own the property. Now, if you're saying, is there a continuous cost of ownership? Hey, sure. But we do own the property. It is our property. No, we're, we're just the current lessees. That's it. No, we purchased the land. We built the house on the land. We own the land. And we can dig all the way down into that ground because it's our land. No, all you did was lease the land and then you, you just made some improvements on it so that you can live there a little bit better. The same way that, you know, when, when you rent out an apartment and you drill a few holes and you hang up some paintings, you're still just leasing the, the apartment. You don't own it. No, but you own that property. No. When you own something, you don't run the risk of losing it for failure to pay rent to somebody else. Name something that you own that you don't run the risk of losing. In, in this country? Yeah. Nothing. In this country, you're not allowed to own anything. Then where else? Where, give me another country then. Uh, okay, so there was a whole list of them. I, I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, but it was like something along the lines of Fiji, Ireland, uh, maybe Kuwait. or uh, It was like eight or nine countries where there's no property taxes. So in that case, yeah, you, you own the, the land at that point, right? So if you were to buy 10 acres, you can do whatever you want with it or not do anything with it at all, and it's yours. You don't run the risk of losing it just because you didn't pay the rent on the, the land, which sometimes they call taxes. So in those situations, yeah, you, you own that property, and whatever you build on it is the same thing, and, and you're the owner. In this country, it's different, right? So here, you're the, the, the lessee, and your, your agreement with the, the previous uh, lessee is that they transfer their rental rights to you in exchange for whatever you bought the property for, right? So let's say it was some small house in a suburb somewhere for $200,000. So when you pay the 200000 to the previous uh, lessee, you're not purchasing ownership of the land or property. You're purchasing the temporary rights that, that the government has given that person. You're purchasing it from that person and you're now the, you've taken over the, the lease basically. So now you can live there, you can rent it out and earn money off of it. You can dig into the ground if you want, all that stuff. But the moment you fail to pay your rent to the government, which they might call property taxes, then they come in and they, they remove you and they take over their property again. They, they reclaim it. They have eminent domain. Yeah, but at the end of the day, so you're saying there's a cost to ownership. Sure, you pay, you own it. And you're saying there's a continuous cost. So you have to pay that cost, you own it. At the end of the day, as long as we're paying, even if you're leasing that house, while you're leasing it, you own the inside. No, but that's what, that's what I'm saying. When you are a renter, no one ever considers you an owner. You simply have rights to usage 
of whatever you rented during the rental period. At any point in time, the owner can refuse to renew the lease or to, uh, you know, allow you to maintain it if you haven't paid them the rent or anything like that. And the government operates in a similar fashion. However, if I'm paying the property taxes, then the government has no rights on my house. I just, mentioned, my, I just mentioned what it was. If you pay the taxes. I just mentioned what, what it was called, eminent domain. Whether you pay your taxes or not, the government can wake up the next morning and say, hey, I want my property back, and you're no longer allowed to lease it anymore. So it doesn't matter if you're an owner of a house, owner of a boat, owner of a car. You know, people think that when they register their boat and their car, it's some sort of like, a, you know, identify, identification or protection or something like that. It has nothing to do with identifying your property. What it is is you're paying your property taxes on those items. That's why your registration for your car varies based on how much the car cost when you first bought it. Because you're paying a property tax on it, you're basically you're renting it from the government, you're not paying for, for some strange thing of, of like being able to identify your, your vehicle or your, or your boat. That's not what it is. It's that you don't pay the, the, the registration, you don't pay the rent, the government's not going to allow you to use it anymore. Now, they may not go to your property and, and take that, that car back because they have no use for it, but they're just going to tell you, no, you can't drive it on the roads anymore, you can't put it in the ocean anymore unless you, you pay us the rent in order to be able to use that particular item. So in this country, no, you, you don't have property rights in, in America. What do you mean you do have property rights? You have You're saying they rights. can take it from you. Yes. The government can take everything from you. They can take your life from you. That's what I'm. That, that's what I'm telling that you. That is a change of fact. No, that you own the property. No, no. It, that that is exactly what that means. You don't own it if the government can take it away from you. So you don't own your life. Correct. The government can take it in, away from you. In the in United States of America, you don't own any property. Nothing. Not your sneakers. Not your house. Not your life. It can all be taken away at the government's whim. It's fine. You pay for it. You own it. I mean... That's the it way it should work, but that's not the way it the is. The cost of ownership, in some cases, it's recurring, and in some cases, it's a flat rate. Here's the thing. Even if there was no property tax, if we take property tax out of it in any country, government can still come and take it from you. So that means you don't own anything anywhere. Even those countries that you claim don't have property taxes like Fiji, if the government needs it for whatever reason, they can take it. So at the end of the day... You're going to say no one in the world owns anything. It, it well, that's, that's really what I'm saying. At that moment, you are the owner because you don't have to pay rent on it and you don't have to worry about the government taking it from you. Now, if the government changes, because that happens, then you, you have that battle to fight, right? You can either continue, you can take up arms and fight for your freedom or you can allow the, the government to turn into the tyrannical thing that we have in America where you don't own anything. In fact, in this country... You own so little that even it's not just your life that they can take away from you. They can tell you what to do with your own body. So there are laws that tell you what you can and can't do with abortion. There's laws that tell you what you can and can't do with vaccinations or with uh, surgeries or, or with tattoos or with uh, food that you might consume or, or drugs or alcohol. You don't have agency over your own life in the United States of America. We are a gigantic, tyrannical nanny state. They, they have control over every aspect of your life and what you would consider property. 
but in reality, you don't own it. That's why there's all sorts of cases where they show, you know, a 90-year-old woman has lived in, on this land her entire life. It belonged to her father and her grandfather and her great-grandfather. And, you know, she was, was current on her property taxes and everything, which that's a, a misnomer. It's, it's just property rental fees, but whatever. She, she was current on it, but the government still came and took it away from her anyways with eminent domain. Because they said, nah, we have a better use for this. We don't, we don't care if, if this is a, a generational thing for you, if it's sentimental, if you, tr you know, theoretically owned it or whatever. We own it. We're taking it. We're going to build the highway. We're going to build the, the September 11th monument, whatever it is. And, and that's it. So you don't own your Do property. they pay when they take it for eminent domain? Only they do. They value it and they pay you for it because it's your property. Only sometimes, right? So, for example, with New Orleans, that was a giant scam, right? They, they changed what eminent domain covered. How convenient, right? So, when, when it was flooded uh, from the hurricane, the property values all went to zero. You could buy an entire... Uh, plot of land like where they would put a house for a dollar even there's a house on it and everything but it where it used to be worth two three hundred thousand dollars because it's near wherever they have Mardi Gras now a dollar because it was flooded right yeah okay yeah so this is what happens the the private developers buddy up with the government sure to utilize eminent domain but here's the problem the government didn't pay them fair market value, right? Because all they would have to do is wait a year, you know, for, for the land to dry up and the parties to start again at Mardi Gras, and they would still have two, $300,000 plots of land. So they didn't do that. The government stepped in, said, hey, we're declaring this a disaster area, and we're going to fix it. So they bought everybody out at fair market value yes. at that moment. Okay. So everybody got their $1 bill, their land was stolen from them, and it was sold to the uh, development companies at pennies on what it should have been worth. And now the government, you know, flexed its muscles and, and got what they wanted. They, they get a brand new development there. All the quote-unquote property owners got the boot and the, the private developers, you know, got all the, the money and everything from, from building the development. I'm sure some politicians got kickbacks over it and things like that. But at the end of the day, the point is simple. Those people didn't own their property. They absolutely did because that's what it shows you. The fact that they came in and bought it from them when they used <laughs> eminent domain shows that you owned something sure. that they had to buy from you. But when you don't, own something, don't you decide whether or not you should sell it? That depends. That depends on whether or not you I own mean, it. You, if you own gold during certain times, they may have a gold buyback. You own it and they're going to take it from you. That means and you they're going to pay it. you for it. Of course you own it right up until they came and took it it's from very, you. It's very simple, right? If you can't own something free and clear, if you can't make the decision of when it leaves your possession, you don't own it. So if they come in and they tell you, well, hey, you know what? Today, we're going to say that all sneakers are illegal you have to give us your sneakers. We'll compensate you for it with these little pieces of paper that we print in infinite amounts. Yes. And here you go. Now yes. give, me, give me your sneakers. You owned it. 
You owned, <laughs> you owned it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh -huh. You owned those sneakers, and then they were taken from you. I think I think the, the term you're looking for is you rented those sneakers up until... No, you didn't rent the sneakers. You owned the sneakers, and then you were told, give us those sneakers that you own, or we're going to put a bullet in your head. Sure, you owned it. It was yours, but you have a, an overlord that will take your stuff from you, but you still own it, is my point. You still own it. So you still own that property. That is your property. If they come and they want to do eminent domain, then absolutely, at the end of the day, they're going to give you a value for your property. But the thing is, is that you didn't own it. You, what, what happened was is that you used it. That's the difference. When you are an owner of something, you decide when or when it does not leave your possession. Listen, if you're not the owner of it, then I don't have to pay you to take it. A dollar. If it's if it's not yours and you don't own it, I don't have. That's to not true at all. I just explained that to you, right? If you have lessee rights to something, yes. Okay. If that, you're leasing an apartment, you're yes. leasing an apartment from a landlord. Exactly. Yes. That means that for that period of time, I have those lessee rights. Okay. I can I can maybe depending on the contract that you signed, I might be able to sublet it. I, okay. might, I might be able to just uh, not use it, leave it empty, or live in there, or whatever. I don't own it. No one is going to say that a, a, a person who's leasing an apartment owns sure, the apartment. Agreed. And yet, you you still have the ability to sell your stake in, in that lease. That doesn't mean that you owned it. The, no, but the landlord can come and tell you, get out. Exactly, because you don't own yes, it. Yes, but he doesn't have to pay you to get out. Ah, that's that's a mistake. Yes, he does. If you leased it for two years, and, yeah. he, and he comes in at six months and says, I'm going to break the lease. You, you understand that there's penalties to break Depends the lease. Depends on the penalty that was in the contract, Exactly, right? but there's penalties both ways, right? So if, if the person leasing it breaks the lease, they pay it whatever. If it's the... the the lesser that breaks the lease, then they also have to exactly. compensate you. So, and that's the thing. So, if you have a two-year contract on that lease, then that means you own it for the two years. No, no, no. Temporary you have ownership. usage rights. You don't own it. But Owning you, it means that, that you're not leasing it from somebody else. Owning it shows, like in the time of owning a property, that title, that deed that tells you it's your property. It's yours, and this is the value that goes along with it. I understand. Now, but you have a government that can come in and take everything from you. That's that's one thing. But at the end of the day, then the entire world doesn't own anything anywhere. Even those countries that you claim have no property taxes, they don't own anything. Because you know what? America can go over there and take everything from them anytime they want. There. So so here's the thing, right? You, you said a lot there. There's different things. There are places where you can own property. And even if you don't believe that, then you can, you can just simply say, you know, the, the prince of Saudi Arabia can own stuff because he's not going to pay taxes to himself. So, that, yes, you can own property, you know. And, and number two, the, um, the, the, the other part that, that you mentioned where uh, just because you're, they, they can take it away from you, that doesn't mean that, that you never owned it. So, for example, if I were in a free country... Or let's say I'm the prince of, of Saudi Arabia. Yep. I can own gold. Sure. Okay? So I have my, my Scrooge McDuck vault. I have all that gold from selling all the oil and everything. Sure. And if next week the, the United States government switches regimes 
where now they want to just take the, the oil without paying for it. Yep. So, and they come in, and as part of their, you know, military assault, they they take all my gold and they yep. take all this stuff. That's that's different. They stole my gold. I had previously owned it. I wasn't paying rent on the gold to anybody. There, there was no uh, sentiment that, that I had borrowed it from somebody or renting it. They just came and they stole. Perfect. So that's what I'm saying. You own property in the U.S. There are just cases in which they can steal your property. That's what it is. You own the property, they can steal it. That is very different than saying you don't own it. They can steal it by lowballing you for it. But here's, here's the difference, right? In Saudi Arabia, as the prince, you owned it. Legally, uh, morally, realistically, you were the owner. Same with your house. You owned it. Ne negative. I'm going to prove it to you, right? In this country where you are not a free citizen, no matter what the propaganda tells you, America used to be free. It's not free anymore. You, we're all prisoners. In this prison that we're all living in, you, you don't have the freedom to own the property, right? So let, let's say uh, your, your house or something like that, right? So you have your house. It's different than the Saudi Arabia example for many reasons. Number one, legally, you, you have no footing to stand on for having owned your house because you never did. There was always eminent domain, and when you bought it, you bought it with the knowledge that you're going to have to pay the rental payments to the government on it, which is what they call the property taxes. Which is what they call the property so, ownership. So yes. there's, there's legally, you never owned it. Uh, the other one was morally. Morally, do you own it? No, because you, you're already aware of, of all the strings that were attached to it. What you should have done is you should have just not bought it, moved to another country where you're free or demanded freedom in this country and started a revolution, and then maybe you could have owned your property. And then, you know, practically or realistically or whatever the third uh, characteristic was of, of the other example... Uh, no, you don't, because you don't have the means to protect it from the, the government, from taking it from you, and you, you never owned it in the first place. You, you just willingly agreed to, to lease it from the government. That's it. So no. you, you don't own property here. No. You do own it. There are just cases in which I can't steal it from you. At the end of the day, ultimately, when we're talking about the property taxes aspect of it, which is, of course, a great aspect of it, that's the cost of ownership you know the cost of ownership. So you get it, and owning this property means you're going to pay $5,000 a year. That's what it is. Sure, that's the price of ownership. You can sell the property because you own it. You can lease the property because you own it. It is your property to do what you will. Now, can the government come in as an eminent domain, this $500,000 property, Fair value is 250 and then they can steal it from you? Absolutely, they can steal it from you. The fact that they're paying you back for it shows that you own it. No, that's just a little guise that they use in order to make it seem like, like they're not stealing it from you. A guise called ownership. Well, in any case, so, you know, for, for example... You're saying that you you somehow own this property, even yep. though there's eminent domain and even though the, you, you pay rent on it. So how about your sneakers? You're, you're saying that every month you should pay the government $5 to, to continue to be able to own your, your sneakers? How about a, a bracelet? How about a necklace? Hey, how but if I can't pay the government for something, they may take the sneakers too. They take the necklace. That's what I'm saying. They can take those things. In the past, what we used to have in this country is 
a, a tax system where the tax collector would come into your home, look at all of your belongings, and charge you a, a tax based on what what the total value was of all your belongings. This is why women used to turn their, their diamond rings over so the diamond is hidden. This is why people used to hide their assets around the home or in the attic or bury it underground, things like that. So the only reason we don't do that anymore is not because suddenly we have property rights and, and that the government no longer has interest in stealing your, your diamond ring or, or anything like that. It's simply because now it's, it's not as practical for the government to do that anymore. The government found that it's more cost effective just to catch you on the larger items. So that's why you have a registration on a boat. That's why you have a registration on a car. That's why you have to have a license on a business. That's why you have to uh, have property taxes on, on your house. Anything that's easy for the government to keep track of and large scale that's worth a lot of money, they will go ahead and, and impose those taxes on you. They'll let you slide on things like a pair of sneakers because, because they don't care. They already got you with the sales tax. I was about to say that. They didn't let you slide on anything. They got you on the tax for it anyway. Yeah, yeah, but what I mean is they're letting the rental monthly payment slide. You know, you don't have to pay it annually or monthly. They, they, just, they just got you on, on the sale. And since those are just such small amounts that they don't even care about it. But that's the only reason that they're letting you get away with that. Otherwise, if they found it lucrative to come after you for that, yes, you, you can be rest assured that people will knock on your door at least once a year, want to look around, they will tally up everything that you own. They're not going to do that. They've done it in the past. They what don't are you talking need about? to do that. Right now, what they're doing is they're just taking it straight out of your salary. They take 30% of your salary or 50% of your salary. And they charge your sale tax. And they charge your property tax. So they already do that. They're That's, not going to knock on your door. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that they did the more granular stuff in the past. And there's nothing stopping them from doing it again. They're not and remember, do that again. And remember, there's also a huge difference. Not, not that I'm saying income tax is good. I'm just saying that at least with an income tax... It's on your income, which means that you can still, you know, buy food or whatever. If you don't have a job and they're coming into your house and they're taxing you on what you already own, now you may not have money, but they're going to take whatever little bit you, you have saved up just because you own some sneakers and a shirt or whatever, and now... You have no nothing. You have no money. Now you can't buy bread tomorrow. No, income tax was the evolution of that system that you're talking about. And that's all it did. And they've already perfected it, which is why it's so good for them. That's why they're not knocking on your door. Because if you bought that shoe for $50, they already got $50 out of you for it. So they already taxed you for that shoe. No, no. And, and for the example where the woman hid the ring... That doesn't work anymore because that ring that she bought at the store, they already taxed her. They already taxed her not only the sales tax, but it taxed her income so she could only buy it with the 70% that she has left no, no, no. after they took 30%. No, no. What, what I'm saying is, is that they would charge the rental fee, which is annual, monthly. It's like it's like your, your income taxes. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter if she paid sales tax. That was just the entry tax. Then, then you're going to pay the rental fee for owning it. That's what I'm talking about. And, and if you think that it's never going to come back, you are underestimating the greed and incompetence of our government. Hold on. Hold on. Watch this. Come back. I'm Hold saying on. it never left. Watch this. Watch this. Because right now, you don't have the granularity, right? They're not coming into people's houses and counting your underwear and your, your pairs of shoes and whatever. But look at the technology that we have now. Now, the government can see every transaction that you've made. Amazon records every purchase yes. that you've made since the inception of Amazon. Yes. And... Your credit cards keep track of all your other payments. Absolutely. So now, 
said underwear, said sneakers, said diamond ring, whatever, they don't need to come into your house anymore. They know everything that you already own, which means that at any point in time, they can uh, develop an app, force everyone to download it onto their phones, and now you simply review it. It's like, yeah, that's that's how many pairs of underwear I own. Oh, boy. Okay, and then you got to pay your tax. And then if you ever sold a pair of sneakers or you threw them out or whatever, they'll charge you the, the little disposal tax, and then they'll they'll stop charging you the, the monthly rental on whatever it is that you sold or, or disposed of. Listen, it's not about a monthly rental. It's annual, and it's called federal taxes. It's exactly what it is. It's your income tax. What you're talking about right now is your income tax. That whole idea of yearly charging you for your shoes and your shirt and everything, that's the income tax. It's how much money you made that just decide instead of coming into your house and looking piece by piece by piece, I already know how much money you make. So I, before you buy the shoes, I can already tax you. So if you're the smart guy that never bought anything and buried his money, you may have been able to dodge the taxes. But now that I'm taxing the income directly, I get you every time. And that's all it is. So what you, the system you're explaining just evolved into income tax, which understandably so. So from that perspective, sure, but that's neither here nor there. At the end of the day, you still own the property. You own the property, you pay the property tax, and that's fine. And if you can't pay the property tax, well, you know what? You're broke. That's the cost of living in this country. They're going to steal your house from you. I will agree that they will steal your house and the government is a bunch of criminals that will steal what you have if it's convenient. I won't disagree with that, but you do own it. You rent it. You own it. An eminent domain, they, eminent domain is a nicer way of saying these big words are the big words we use to steal from you. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And the property taxes are the big words that they use to say that you're paying us rent. That you're stealing. They're stealing. And don't get me wrong. If you're asking me to... If you're telling me, oh, they're stealing from you with property taxes, if you if you income tax, they're stealing. I agree. Yes, it's all theft, but it resembles rent. So basically what they're saying is that the government is the property owner of America and everybody else is simply a renter. The the government is a property owner of everything in this world right now. It's unfortunate, but it's the way it is. That's, yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. Absolutely. There's no escaping that. But there is an escaping it. It's very simple. You follow this, this procedure. First, you, you're made aware of it, and you make sure that everyone is made aware of it, and then everybody gets frustrated with it, and then we have another Boston Tea Party. You know, so we, we were sick of these taxes from England. Why can't we get sick of taxes from they, our own government? Because they made video games and 2,500 movies per year. No one cares. No one can get up and even walk a mile right now. No one is getting up to do anything of value or of effort. So that's not going to happen. They've already kept you all happy with your life in your situation. Technology has destroyed our motivation. We've become a lazy group. So at the end of the day, you do own your property, but this is unfortunately what ownership looks like now. Well, it's not ownership. It's rental. And it's the, the word salad that, that they're, they're creating in order to make it seem like it's ownership. And no, just because you know people are, are slightly pacified at the moment with video games and food and and they're under lockdown because of some fake pandemic, it, it doesn't mean that that spark doesn't still exist within them to revolt and take back their, their property. Let's be clear. The spark that's in them right now is to take 
your property and they want to side with the government to take it. Even that spark has been controlled by the government. Let's be clear right now. There is no spark to go against the government anywhere. Right now, they've won. Accept it. But ultimately, accept that they're happy enough to allow you to own your house for a property tax. And just be happy that they don't come and steal your house with eminent domain. Because that's where you're at right now. Ownership means of a house means that, hey, you pay your property tax and then you're allowed to live in the house. Not even true, because they also want to tell you how the house should be maintained. They'll, they'll send code enforcement there. They'll tell you that, you know, the paint needs to be redone or the driveway needs to be redone. Listen, man, if you're telling me that the government is like one of those gold diggers that sees somebody that can buy a house and decides, yo, I want to I wanna get up in his pocket and take as much as I can, you know? I mean, I mean, I won't really disagree with that. That's exactly what it is. Why do you think your property taxes go up whenever you, you remodel or something? I, I don't disagree with that. And you know, when you leave the taxi and they end up taking half, so like a gold digger to me. But ultimately, you still own it. You still own it. It's just any chance they get, they're going to try to steal it from you. I do not disagree that they're thieves. I only disagree in the fact that you do own it. You own the opportunity to be stolen from. That's what you own. That's what it means. That's the cost. That's the price you pay for ownership. To have things for them to steal from you. That's absolutely it. And if the government don't get it. Socialists will. Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf? Or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?